Hello, 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 and welcome back to Release a Podcast, while model is letting go of things that hold you back. I'm Cynthia Haynes. And I'm Harold Weaver. And so on today's episode, we're going to be talking about being unmovable in your faith. The scripture passage that I'm coming from is 1 Corinthians 16, 13, where it says, Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. Another version says, be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous and be strong. And so basically, you have to guard your faith. You know, there there are certain things that you might be waiting or expecting to happen. And it's going to be an act of faith in order for it to come to pass. But then there are some obstacles that might come in your direction while you're waiting on whatever it is that you have your faith targeted to to happen to get you off your guard, to knock you off of your stance of believing something that you believe that God either promised you or something that God had um, showed you or told you. And so being unmovable is that no matter what comes your way, you're not going to change your mind on believing that that certain thing is going to happen. I know I've been, there's many trials and tribulations that I've had over the years in my life. And I knew that uh, the promise that God gave me was that I was going to have a good life. And that um, no matter what came at me, it didn't matter. My end result is that God said I was going to have a good life. And so there were times when um, I had to go without um, money and make things still happen, but still believe that I was going to have a good life. And so that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying you have to be on guard and you have to guard your faith. You have to continue to tell yourself that even though this is happening, even though the, the circumstances around me are, don't look favorable, I have to believe that what God told me, what I'm believing in is going to happen in its right timing. Be unmovable in your faith. First and foremost, what does that mean? To you. Because again, no matter what we say, no matter what we give as example of our faith and not being moved in it, it's not going to really matter until you know yourself what it actually means to and for you. Ask yourself that first. Even if you have to wait to hear a little bit more what we say about it and come back to ask yourself again so it can regulate with you, so it can make sense to you what we're saying and what you've been thinking. And hopefully help you go further with it to get stronger at it. For me, being unmovable in my faith, it's already spoken. It speaks for itself. At the end of the day, once again, it comes back. It comes down to your mindset. If you've convinced yourself that your faith can't be moved, then guess what? Yes, you will be tested. No doubt about it. You will be tested. But if you've already convinced yourself that you've passed that test then it doesn't matter you'll be tested. It doesn't matter how many times you'll be tested. It doesn't matter where the test is coming from. It doesn't matter who it is that thinks they are testing you. You've already convinced yourself. It's just like a win and lose game. If you've already convinced yourself you won, whether or not you win or lose, guess what? You won. It's no different than your faith. How strong is your faith to not even be tested? To not even believe that it can be tested, which means that it can't be moved. Because you believe in it just that much that it can't be moved. That's a mindset. That's a convincing. That's faith in itself. Your faith in itself cannot be moved. 
So that's why, again, I ask. You got to ask yourself, what does that mean to you? I know what it means to me. My faith can't be moved. I've had several conversations, ironically, I had several conversations within the last two days about faith. What I didn't even mention the word, faith. How about that? Hmm? For whatever reason, at those moments, at those times that I was having these conversations with several different people, I never brought up the word faith because I didn't want them to think I was judging them on their level of their own faith. And that's the difference. When I talk about faith, I know I could talk about it and use that word and they not feel like I'm judging theirs. I'm questioning their level. But I also can see in someone that is questioning their ability because they don't have that faith to put the two together to see where they already stand and where they're going. And these are the type of conversations I was having the other day with several different people. I kept telling them, stop saying what you think and say what you know. Hmm? Stop saying what I wonder and just go with your first gut. Go with your ability. Go what you already know. Go with you, what you've already done. And you said be, you're about to be put in a position to do it better. Why is it that some people, when they're questioned to do something, they have to question themselves, even though they're being questioned. That's two different things. People are going to question you regardless. But if you are, listen, if you believe in yourself and your ability and your will and your determination, it's not going to matter what they question of you. It's not even going to matter what the question is. Because guess what? Deep down inside, you already got the answer. And this is how my faith works. My faith can be moved. But that's what it means to me. And we're not here just to tell you what these things mean to us. We're here to tell you and share with you experiences, examples, and different ways to look at these same questions that we're asking you to ask yourselves. So when you go back to it, and hopefully it's a different angle that you haven't thought to look at it as that can prosper you in a better position than you think you're already at and can't go no further. So that's why I always start with ask yourself what does it mean to you before I start telling you what it means to me. And hopefully something that I say will help you go even further in your faith or help you go even further than where you think you could even go because you're staggering right now. Are you? You're stuck right now. Are you? Are you really? Or have you convinced yourself you are? Because again, using the word faith, you haven't decided to lean on that faith. But you got to believe in your faith. Nobody else is going to believe in your faith if you don't. Nobody else can make you believe in the faith that, that you're showing that you have, that you don't even realize. Hmm? Until you do. Once you start actually believing in your faith and how much you believe in your faith, it's going to start showing by itself. You're not going to have to tell people. They're going to see it in you. Trust me. They're going to see the faith that you have in yourself in you when you walk in the door before you open your mouth. Trust me on that. And then once you do open your mouth, it's going to be confirmation. Come on, Sam. Hmm. So I was just thinking as Harold was talking, and I remember um, there was a passage in the Bible where Jesus was with this um, this guy came up to, to, to God. So I'm going to put it in my own terms. So this guy came up to, to Jesus and he was like, my daughter is ill and I know that you can heal her. So could you please come with me to my home? So Jesus told him, yeah, but on their way going, there were other stops that Jesus was making and Jesus was just healing this person, healing that person. And the man never, never complained. He just kept on walking, which even though I know in his heart, I, I want to say if it was me, I'd be like, come on, man, we got to hurry and get to my house because my daughter is is ill and I know you can you can help her. 
And but the man followed him anyway. So by the time they got to the guy's house, uh, Jesus said, show me where she's at. So when he got in there, there were people that were around and they all were looking and just saying negative things and saying, well, what are you doing now? Because she's already dead. She's not coming back. They were just having a lot of negative things. And what Jesus did was he made everybody who had all this negative stuff to say who didn't have faith, who didn't believe to leave out the house, to leave out the room. He made them all go away. And it was him, the man, his wife, and the child. And God and Jesus said what he said. The girl came back from the dead and the girl was healed. But the point that I said about why I'm saying this is because sometimes it, it, well, not sometimes, it matters who you have in your corner. If the people in your corner are complainers, the people in your corner don't have the faith that you have. The people in your corner are always feeding you this negative stuff saying, man, you need to quit. You need to keep on going or whatever. Then you probably need to get you a new corner. You need to get you a new cheering squad. Because a lot of times when when I'm down, I talk to somebody that I know has a stronger faith than me so they can pull me back up. Because there are moments that some of us have where you 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 just keep thinking about what's going on, you keep thinking about the problem, you keep looking at the circumstance, and it tends to to make you kind of step back a little bit. But when you're in those moments, that's when you need to call on the friends that you have that are going in the same direction with you that have that faith to say, nah, it don't matter what it look like. Come on, get on up from here because we gonna you're gonna make it to the other side. And so it matters who you have around you. It matters who's in your car. It matters what you're listening to. It matters what you're saying. So to have that unmovable faith, like Harold was saying, it is a mindset. And you have to keep your mind right at all times. That's why the, the Bible said, be on guard. You have to guard your faith. You have to guard your heart. You have to guard your mind. You have to guard your words because that all matters. All of those ingredients you need to help to grow your faith, to help enlarge your faith, to keep your faith strong and keep your faith growing. So what do we actually mean by guarding? Well, I give you my interpretation when it comes to faith. Do you need to guard it? Yes. Do you need to protect it? Absolutely. But the key there is to know deep down inside that it can't be moved. And that's what we're talking about. So I'm not saying that um, to walk around acting and speaking and feeling like you're invincible. I'm not saying that because I just told someone the other day, I said, you know, I'm not going to be uh, I'm not going to live in fear because I've served my country. That was my first statement. But then I also came back behind it and said, but I'm not going to be a fool either to put myself in danger. So this is where the experience comes into play. This is where examples come into play that we both have. I mean, that we all have either some type of experience, an example or both, where we have to go out and not just share with our children and our family members, but people in general, okay, that are sincere and are willing to learn what they don't know. Mm-hmm. This is our purpose. This is the, this should at least be one of our purposes to still be here. And that's the other thing. I wake up every morning. I mean, people ask me all the time, how you doing? All I had to do is wake up. That's all I need to do is wake up because the rest of the day is going to be on me. And that's what I pray for every night and morning. At night, I ask for the Lord to give me another day to wake up. And when I go to bed, I thank him for that day. And then I ask him again to give me another day. Because if I wake up, the rest of the day is on me. I'm going to take it the way I want it. Period. It could be the worst day of my life. But you know what? 
I'm still gonna pay, I'm still gonna pull some good out of it. Because again, it's something else I said just yesterday. I feel like there's something good that can be pulled out of everything. But I can say that because I believe that. And that's where it starts. That's where it really starts. That's where all of this starts. If you don't believe in what you're saying, then why say it? Because eventually it's going to tell. Eventually it's going to show itself without you telling. Hmm? So this is what we're talking about with faith. No judgment at all. Hmm? No question at all. Do you need to protect it? Absolutely. But where does that start? By how much you actually believe in it. To believe that it can't be moved. To, not only that, but to see when it's trying to be moved. Hmm? You have to recognize when it's trying to be moved. So now I can piggyback off of Cynthia by saying, when you're around negative speaking people, you have to realize quicker, you have to realize sooner than later, you have to realize it immediately before anybody else, what you're dealing with, what you're hearing, what you're seeing, and move. Hmm? You got to move. Because when you move, guess where your faith is going? With you. Mm -hmm. Hmm? So now you've taken your faith out of that realm, out of that position to be tested. Because you've already passed it. You've already passed that test. That test is when that negative guy walked in the room. That, that, that test is when that negative woman opened up her mouth, okay, and said something that you didn't agree with. You don't have to sit there and go back and forth with them. You don't even have to sit there and disagree with them. That light should go on in the back of your mind that says what? Hey, Faith, I hear you. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. By now, unless you are a child, and even that is getting you know younger to have to work on. You, you catch that? Mm-hmm. Now, even now, it's getting younger that we have to work on our children and their minds and, their, and, their, and you know their perceptions. Right? Because of what? Social media. Mm-hmm. We, can't, we can't ignore that no more. Right. So that's where I was going with that. But we have to start more so believing in what we're saying. Believing in what we're thinking. So when we say it, it's not questioned. Mm-hmm. Hmm? And if we're talking about faith, it's no different. Mm-hmm. We have to believe in the faith that we say we have. So when it's being tested, we recognize it and we've already passed it. Mm-hmm. Not to say that we wasn't protecting it, not to even say that we wasn't expecting it, but we have to realize it when our faith is being tested. Because once you not protect it, once you fail it, then it's going to be so much harder to get it back. Mm-hmm. Hmm? How, many, how many stories have we heard of people having damaging traumas, death in their family, and what did they do? They were questioning their faith, they're questioning God. Mm-hmm. Who does that? Well... I'm going to tell you who does that. People that really, really, really wasn't believing in their faith. Hmm? Or believing in the level of faith they thought they had until it was tested. Mm-hmm. Should your faith be tested because you had a death in the family? Should your faith be tested because there was trauma in your life? That even you might not ever get over. But should your faith be tested because of it? Mm-hmm. Everything happens for a reason. Once again, pull something positive from it, no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Because as long as we're still here, then we're still here for a reason. Mm -hmm. As long as we're still here, we're still here for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And whether we never figure out what that purpose is at all, we can always fall back on this. If it was time for us to go, then we wouldn't be still here to live on and carry on. 
and continue to share what we've learned and continue to share what we still know that the person that's still going to be here after we're gone can utilize, can maybe even prosper from and remember us by as well as we continue our journey. Come on, sir. So I was just thinking, um, that's the other thing too. Um, I believe that there are times that um, we have faith in, we have a foolish faith sometimes. And I think we Explain need to... Explain that. Explain I the foolish faith. I okay. will. I'm sorry. We we'll have to have... Um, because there are some things that you can, you can, you can want and um, that's what you're, you're putting your faith on. But that might not be a practical thing for you. So let me, let me just read this scripture and then I think it'll help me. So in James 4, 3, it says, You ask and, and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your own lust. And so sometimes that's almost like somebody saying, well, this man over here is supposed to be my husband, but he married to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And your faith is saying that's your husband. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a foolish, that's a foolish type of faith. Okay. Because he's already married and God is not going to give you something like that. Mm -hmm. Just because you say you want that. That's your own lustful desire. So a lot of times if you're putting faith, I think you have to ask yourself, what am I really putting my faith on or in? Is it something that's going to be a selfish um, desire that you want that's not really um, helpful for you? Or I can't think of the term I want to say. But when I'm talking about unmovable faith, for for me, and I'm going to let Harold speak for himself, but mm-hmm. I'm saying having my faith in God, mm-hmm. that God is going to perform this thing mm-hmm. that I'm believing. So your faith has to be in God. Because for one, the Bible says, God says it's impossible to even please him without faith. You have to believe that he even is. That's a, that's a faith right there to believe that something that you can't see is there, mm-hmm. which is God. Mm-hmm. So when we're saying, when I'm saying unmovable faith, your faith, first of all, has to be anchored in God mm-hmm. because there can be something that you're asking for. And God is saying, no, because he knows what you need. That might be something that you want. And because you get it, it might be devastating to you. It could be, it can hurt other people. So one example I'm going to give, which I think I've heard people say this before, I'm not going to give my 10-year-old granddaughter the keys to my car and say, go to the store for me. Because she wants to, um, that's her face. She wants to be able to drive. She's not ready for that. So the other thing is when you, whatever you have in the faith in, you need to have, you need to be mature enough to be able to handle it. And God might say no. And he might be saying no for that moment, but it could be a later time that you get it. But that's when you have that faith in God to say, whatever you say, God, whether you say it's a yes or no, I'm going to stand firm in you and still believe knowing that everything is still going to be all right. And I'm going to still get what I need when I need to have it. That's my cue. That's my cue right there. So let me go ahead and specify and clarify what I meant by all of that. I had said leaving out the word God. Because when I think back of everything I've said already, everything I've said up to this point, the only thing I didn't specify, the only thing I didn't lean more on, mm-hmm. other than the word faith, which I was trying not to use, but that's part of the topic, was the word God. Mm-hmm. So all of that that I said was based around God. Mm-hmm. It was based around having faith in God. Mm-hmm. So the best way to size it up and bring it home now because we're coming to the end is 
when I was talking about your, your faith being tested, I was talking about your faith in God. Mm -hmm. Not your faith in whatever you was trying to do. Not your faith in whatever you're trying to change. God. Because mm -hmm. so, when I think of faith, I think of God. Mm -hmm. So I didn't feel like I needed to, but I get why I do. Because there might be some audience out there that did not get it. Mm -hmm. But hopefully they'll get it this time around. Everything I said concerning faith was right there with the same word of talking about God. The faith in God. The faith that God is going to give me. To do the right thing, think the right thing, see the right thing, mm -hmm. say the right thing. Mm -hmm. That's it. There, there is no, for me, there is no faith without God. Mm -hmm. So that's why at that time I didn't feel like I needed to say it, but I get it now because mm -hmm. somebody else might not. Right. But for me, there is no faith without God. Yeah. God is my faith. Mm -hmm. Boy, I'm going to let you take it home on that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, anyway, that's, I just felt like that was just on my heart to say that, like, like that. I said, because. Clarification. We need right. That. Because mm -hmm. we're trying to, we're trying to move you in a certain direction mm -hmm. and you when you grab hold it's not on ours it's on what god is telling us to say mm -hmm. but the source is god regardless mm -hmm. so i don't like harold said i don't want you to get confused and think you can just go and say oh like they used to say name it and claim it and move on no the faith has to be in god because god is the one that's working it out god mm -hmm. is the one that's doing it so anyway um i hope this episode helped you I hope that it motivated you. I hope that it pushed you in a in a right direction mm -hmm. to help you with your mindset, mm -hmm. to help you with your heart, mm -hmm. and just get a little bit closer to God in knowing who he is. Mm -hmm. So if you have any questions, any concerns, anything that you'd like us to talk about, you can reach us on releaseapodcast at gmail.com. On the apps that you're listening to, please rate us on these apps and uh, give us some five stars. Um, and we really appreciate it. Some legitimate feedback. Yes. So um, with that being said. I'm going to take us out in prayer like okay. we do. Father God, thank you again for another amazing podcast. We wasn't sure really what we wanted to touch on um, earlier today, but we did know that whatever it was, it was going to be valuable. It was going to be something that um, our audience was going to remember for a while. And I think we, we did that. I think we touched right where we needed to touch and we um, elaborated right where it needed to be. We got even clarification for those that might not have been following us and tracking like we needed them to. So with that, we, we thank you for as well because it came right at the end. Right when we thought we was running out of time, we know that you're always on time. So mm -hmm. We, we can't thank you enough, and we look forward to uh, continuing this thing that we've been on for a while, which, again, you, 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 hmm. you, you put us here. It's part of our purpose, and we had to come together to realize that so we could not fail, and we won't. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Next week, y'all. And we're out.